Hello, fellow football fans. Chris DeServo here with Inside the Hashes, and today we are joined by a bruising back out of Archbishop Alter High in Ohio. Brendan McDonald is a record-setting back for his school, looking to separate himself from the rest of the backs in the nation and show he is the one running back Power 5 teams will need to be successful for the next four years. So, Brendan, after starting the season with two straight losses, you and your team have been able to flip the script and gain some momentum in your next five games. How have you guys been able to have the turnaround so far and get your season going right? Uh, well, we just, you know, as captains, we got six captains. And, you know, our captains came together and we told the team, you know, don't give up yet. You know, this still this still is our season. And, you know, just to keep pushing forward and pushing through and don't let them two losses affect the rest of our season. Cause we already worked hard to even get this season, you know, due to COVID and everything. And we just kept pushing. And we, we went back to our 2018 team, and we told them, like, they lost the first game. And you see they still went to state, you know, so bring them back together. Was there a difference, you know, in the practices that followed after those two losses? Were you guys able to, you know, build up the more intensity during practice, you know, really get your guys going, you know, in the right state of mind and, you know, ready to pull off, the, you know, those – five-game win streak? Oh, well, I, I, uh, yeah, it must definitely be intensity up in practices and the speed and how hard we practice. We did, and everybody did extra work on their own, and we just had our minds back focused and ready for the next week game. And, yeah, and, yeah so we just yeah, – we worked, we worked extra hard after that, after those first two losses. We just came together and really thought things out and made game plans and, Can you talk about the coaching staff that you guys have? You know, how have they been able to, you know, keep you guys in the right state of mind after the two losses? You know, how have they been able to prepare you, you know, not only through the four years of high school, but also, you know, going on to collegiate levels? Yeah, uh, our coaching staff came came in tremendously, came and helped tremendously because they, uh, you know, they they told us, like, you know, don't let this, they, they never gave up on us and they never, they told us just keep pushing and don't let this, you know, like I said, ruin your season. You know, and they just they changed a couple of things up in the offense and they changed a couple of things up in the defense. So and we we've been working at it ever since. Can you highlight some of the big guys that you have up front? You know, can you give a little bit of a spotlight, you know, to the five guys up front that, you know, open up those holes for you and you know, give you the capability, you know, to rip off some of those runs that you've been able to do? Oh, yes, oh most definitely. Uh Matt C. Uh, he benches about 500 pounds. Uh, has about two Division One offers right now. That man, he, he's a he's a man child, you know. And he 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 opens the holes up. I've been he's been my best friend since <laughs> since we were uh, about in sixth grade, and we've been going at it since. And he's just been opening the holes up, you know. And I thank him for it. Then he got uh Derek Shepard. Uh, he's a four star D tackle slash O lineman. He's another big, you know, man child and opens those holes up and works his heart and works his butt off. And then you got Tommy Leibel. Uh He's next to Matt, left guard. He's a, another tremendous, he's a swimmer too. He's a, so he's an athlete, so, you know, he, he, can get, he can get the quick ones, you know, that try to get past him. And then our center, Austin Montgomery, he's a junior. Uh, he's, a, he's been playing since his sophomore season, so. He got a he got a lot of experience, so he should be uh, forced to be reckoned with next year. And then uh, Devin Anderson, he's the other one. And he's a man child too. He's about three fifty, six four, six five. 
So yeah, I got I got a great offensive line. You know, I thank them every day and you know just praise them and whenever there's something I can do for them, I do it for them. You know. It's funny hearing you call them man childs. You know, you're not so small yourself. You're what like six one around like. 230 right now you know I wouldn't want to tackle that if you were coming at me full speed so I can only imagine how big your offensive lineman look in person <laughs> oh yeah yeah I'm about 215 now 210 but yeah I uh I slammed up a lot had to tighten my muscles up got a little faster stressed a little more and you know this off season you know it's big you know I, I trained hard and I ran a lot but um yeah, I was I was really working for those camps too, you know, college camps and due to COVID, you know, a lot of things changed, you know. I possibly could have got like twenty more division one offers, you know, you never know, but I just still, you know, kept going and kept working hard and was just praying for even having a season. It has definitely been a crazy off season with COVID nineteen, but one thing COVID couldn't stop was you breaking your high school's all time rushing record at three thousand three hundred and thirty yards and it only took you two games to do it. You know, can you talk about the emotions you felt, you know, once you got that, you know, record-breaking yardage? Oh, uh, it, felt, it felt great, you know. It felt like, you know, because I really wasn't expecting it. I didn't even know, like, how close I was, to be honest. And I just, you know, it was a great feeling to leave my mark on my high school. And I can always come back and say, you know, I did this and I got that. And, you know, you know, it's, it's just great. You know, it's down in the books, you know. And I'm still adding on to it, you know, right now. So right now I'm at about... 300 and I'm about, I'm at, no, I'm at about 3,700 something. So trying to reach for that uh, 4,000 mark, you know, keep trying to, you know, surpass it, you know, still trying to get a state ring. You know, I'm focused on really getting the ring, you know, leaving a major, major mark, you know. Last question about the record, you know, I know you already talked about, you know, almost not having a season, you know, because of COVID-19, you know, did that make it a little bit more sweeter, you know, breaking that record because, you know, you almost didn't, you know, the season, you know, wasn't guaranteed or promised, but, you know, when it came through, you know, you came through and got that record done. Oh, yeah, most definitely because without the season, you know, possibly, or even as a team, you know, we could have got cut short maybe because somebody had been positive or but it was like, dang, you know, just imagine, you know, I could imagine like, dang, if I'd have had a season, I would never had the record, you know. It would have just been a what if the whole, the rest of our lives, so the rest of my life, so, you know, it was a major blessing. Because there's a lot of states, you know, not even playing or maybe not starting up the spring. But, you know, us being in Ohio, we can't even start in the spring. It'll still kind of be snowing, so, you know. I know you touched on, you know, how during the offseason you looked to slim down and you were able to drop around 15 pounds. Um, was it difficult, you know, changing your diet? You know, what did your diet consist of? Um, did you change out your workout regimen at all? And, you know, what did you focus on more, you know, to drop that weight? Oh, um, most definitely. Uh, I mean, I, did, I kept my same workout team with my trainer at higher level. Fitness training, uh, name is Vic. And uh, we did, I kept, kept going and he ended up putting me on something called a tough tread and got in this running program, and we just ran a lot more. But I did change up my eating habit a lot, you know. Uh, I got this quote from my uh, kind of like a big brother. He used to be a running back at officer. His name was John Biggins. And he said, you know, you can't put trash in a Ferrari. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, you know, I stuck with that, and, you know, I never really that whole time. You know, now I'm a little – I'm still eating healthy right now, but I'm still like, you know, I might have cheat days here and there, but over the summer nah. over – yeah, and over quarantine, you know, it was totally different. I was not even because some people were saying, like, 
this could either make or break some people. Like, you could get out of shape and fat over it, or, you know, you over quarantine. You know we all was on lockdown, so some people was getting fat, out of shape, one running, one working out. You know, I, I took advantage of it and just kept going at it and working out. So what's your go-to cheat meal, you know, when you're looking to, you know, break that diet a little bit? Go-to cheat meal? Oh, part Chick-fil-A. Can you give us a little bit more insight, you know, on the off-season workouts that you've been doing? Can you go a little bit into detail, you know, on how you've been able to get your body right, you know, the physical, you know, toll that you've put on your body this off-season to be able to perform your senior year? Uh, yeah, well, so with my trainer, what I'll do is we start off stretching, and then I'll do a lot of – the running program we did was uh, – it's called Tough Tread, and it's this machine, and, you know, it keeps you going, and my fastest – time on there right now of being able to do was 20 miles per hour and you know once once we got to count that we were practicing I kind of stopped doing it a little bit because you know I'm practicing and we did two a days for like a month so we were just trying to get practice days in not knowing whenever they'd be our last they kept shortening canceling days day by day but uh as I was training you know I would lift uh my trainers see the reason I like my trainers because we work on body parts that I really don't use. So when I lift weights, I don't lift weights, weights. I'm lifting air. Called, I did something called air runners, pisers, and I just worked on stuff that I usually don't use in everyday regular exercise. So, yeah, just changed that up a little bit. And it was a lot because uh, lifting air, it kind of is better on the joints and it's better on the bones. When you lift, you know, you're not as stiff as you would be if you was lifting 200 pounds of metal. You get what I'm saying? So. Yeah, definitely. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is, you know, I did a little diving on your Twitter, you know, before our interview today. Um, and one thing I saw is a lot of your friends like to quote your highlights and, you know, ask if you have separation. You know, can you talk a little bit more about that? Is that a direct, you know, dig at somebody? Did somebody tell you that, you, you know, you don't have separation? You know, can you give us a little bit more insight on why separation is the key focus for all your friends and yourself when, you know, you're running away from those defenders on your highlights? I'm glad you asked that. Yes, it was Man, I pop, I was I was one of the top recruited I was almost one of the like top recruited running backs for a couple weeks by like LSU, Alabama, and Ohio State. And then I was told by one recruit that it was a bug going around saying, you know, I didn't have breakaway speed. And I was like, hmm. like I mean, I had breakaway film on my sophomore year, but as as being a junior, people kind of knew like, okay, because that was my breakout season my sophomore year. But coming as a junior, people were like, oh, well, we know where he's doing. We already run a offense where you know what I'm doing. We run the wheelie bone. So it's not really hard to guess where I'm going. Like sometimes mm -hmm. people, people, moms and sisters can say, I'm going to get the ball on this. Or people, grandma can say, like, I know number five is getting the ball. Or, like it's not a secret. So, you know, people kind of put in the box. And that kind of messed my film up a little bit because it's hard to break away. And, you know, but I – like I said, I swim up and stuff, but, yeah, recruits were really, that's what the major thing was. They were saying I didn't have breakaway speed, and I want a home run hitter. I've been told that, and so I, I started taking that, and instead of, you know, getting angry and mad about it, I took it as motivation. So, and, you know, and it could have, you know, maybe that, that rumor could have changed tremendously. If we, if we would have had college camps this year, it would have been totally different. I could have been, you know, a four-star, five-star, never know. But, you know, now I'm just, I'm blessed to still even have a season, you know, still being recruited by certain schools. 
Yeah, it just changed a lot up. Cause then a lot of those colleges were having, once COVID hit, for some reason, it's like a trend going around where people just commit early for no reason. Now a lot of people was decommitting because, like, mm -hmm. someone was just doing it to get a spot. They didn't even – I asked a couple of players myself when I went to the Under Armour camp a couple months ago. I was like, you're committed to where? He said, Kansas State. I said, oh, okay. And I was like, did you commit just to save a spot or did you commit because you really want to go there? He said just to save the spot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of a lot of coaches was telling me, like, well, you know, we kind of filled up. Because, you know, as a running back, they only take either one or two. You know, Wisconsin got about three or four right now, or Georgia got about three or four. But yeah. certain schools only take one or two. So, you know, schools were saying, like, you know, we already got a running back. So, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm trying to, like, wait for the leftovers, but, you know, I'm still waiting for maybe schools say, you know, they ain't, like, I know Alabama don't have a, running back to me right now and a couple other schools and Rutgers. And so, yeah, you know, I'm just waiting on those. And Iowa State, too, That's that was the next big one I was talking to. And they all follow me on social media, on Twitter. And I'm trying to see, you know, maybe if they, they you know, like my film or not. They told me they liked it, but haven't heard from them that much. So, you know, I'm just, just waiting it out, you know. Yeah, definitely, Brandon. You know, use those uh, negative comments, you know, a little bit more weight in those shoulder pads. You know, it doesn't look like you need too much, though. You know, you've been running really hard this season, and, you know, all it takes is just looking at a little bit of film, you know, and looking at your stat line. You know, I think separation is definitely something that you have. Yeah, because a lot of people, like like I said, you know, I, I was talking to Ryan Day. I shook his hand. He came to the school. And yeah. I talked to him. I talked to him face-to-face, -face and, you know, just, like I've talked to a lot of big schools, you know, but I never got that, you know, that, you know, that offer, you know, and I don't just be looking to post the offers, you know, but, you know, I was getting over, I've been getting overlooked for a little while, so just trying to, you know, take what I got. What are you looking for in a school? You know, is there a checklist, you know, that you have that you're marking off, you know, so that school can gain your commitment? You know, is there something that you're specifically looking for, you know, so someone can sign, you know, Brendan McDonald for the next four years as a collegiate career? I know you're still waiting on a few more offers, but, you know, what is it going to take? I can say uh, I'm kind of just trying to weigh my options, you know, and I still got Army, Navy, uh, Liberty, and Toledo. You know, they still, I'm still talking to the schools that still talk to me. You know, I got 13 offers, but I still yeah. got some schools, you know, that someone might not talk to me at all no more. So, you know, the ones that still keep in touch with me, I still try to, you know, show them love and, people because they show me love, you know, and depending on how the season goes, you know, I might come in here soon. I just didn't want to rush or anything, you know, because I don't know why everybody's rushing, but there's no rush. You still got to finish school, you know. Mm -hmm. I was going to graduate early, but with that COVID stuff, you know, I just like, you just waited out. They give the seniors another year at certain schools, so, you know, I just want to do my research and check things out before I just commit somewhere I don't even haven't even visited, you know, we can't even visit school, so I want to just weigh my options and do my research before I just commit somewhere that, I'm a, that can possibly affect the rest of my life. Can you talk about, you know, some of the commitments that you've already gained, you know, talk about, you know, the relationships that you've, you know, been able to build with the coaches that have offered you so far, you know, through your recruiting process? Oh, well, you know, some of those coaches, you know, I love those coaches, you know, they still, cause they understand and understand, you know, what's going on during this pandemic. So, you know, there's some coaches still telling me good uh, good luck before games and, you know, just check coming in, checking on me, calling me, you know, how they usually do, what they how they usually did, and they still doing it, but some of them not no more, you know. So 
it's just a great, you know, they'll text me and say good luck or, you know, we're still watching you or they'll, uh, they'll see one of my highlights and be like, man, this is crazy. This is massive. You know, I'll be like, thank you. <laughs> you know, so. No, yeah. Yeah, so that's why, like, I just said, you know, that separation. I know school, even school before the separation still was like, they liked me because I'm big bruising back or balanced back. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, I just try to just play my heart out. What excites you the most, you know, when you think about the possibility of playing, you know, at the collegiate level? Just, you know, basically COVID, like, it's a lot of things that could have been different if COVID didn't hit. And, you know, if I would have played, you know, if I would have went to camps, I could have possibly had Power Five. Not saying, you know, the schools I got right now aren't really big, but, you know, like those Ohio States or those LSUs, you know. Well, them, them, them some breed, but yeah, I could have could have went could have went a lot big, and you know. But I, I'm grateful for what I got, and thank God every day, you know. Can you describe yourself, you know, as more than just a football player? You know, what type of person is Brendan McDonald? You know, off the field, and you know, even on the field. Uh, me as a person, you know, fun, loving, caring. You know, I'm always fair. You know, I love. I'm very confrontational, so I like to I like to interact with a lot of people. You know, if you're if you're a guy who doesn't talk as much, I'm trying to find a way to get you to talk. Like you know, I'm not saying I'm a big talker, but I'm just a very friendly guy, and just like to include everyone. Don't want nobody to feel bad or feel left out. I'm a great leader and hard worker, and man, it's a lot. <laughs> you know, just. Yeah, you know, I, I love people, you know, love equality, you know, that's why I took what I, I did, what I did a couple of weeks ago, you know, me, me and my teammates, you know, we, some of us took a knee, some of us didn't, but if you didn't take a knee, like, we still supported you, we still loved you, wasn't nothing different. So, Brandon, last question, you know, I always like to end off a lot of my interviews this way, you know, can you talk about some of the important people in your life, you know, that have helped you, you know, throughout your high school career, and your entire football career, you know, have helped you turn into the man you are today, you know, and prepared you, you know, to take on the next step of going, you know, playing at collegiate level? My, uh, my father, my parents, uh, they, yeah, my parents in general, they really uh, helped me through the way. You know, they helped me play football since I was, you know, four. You know, some kids really talk. And they just, they've always, you know, worked their butts off just so I can play the sport that I love and go to a school I wanted to go to. Because, you know, I go to a private school, so kind of got to pay. So, you know, they just, they, they're my biggest motivator. They really got me to really work to where I am. And then, you know, I lost my uh, big brother a couple of years ago, and that kind of motivated me a lot more and wanted me to work 10 times harder and really reach the goal I want to get, which is being in the NFL, but, you know, still get that, also get a college degree and, you know, go to college and be able to, you know, not have to pay in debt and stuff, and, you know. A lot of things, you know, motivate me to where I am today and who I will be in the future. You know, thank you, Brandon. It's been great talking to you. You know, I really do appreciate you taking the time today to talk to Inside the Hashes. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how the rest of your season plays out. And I'm looking forward, you know, seeing, you know, the offers that you might gain, you know, in the future. And I'm looking forward to watching you play, you know, ball at the collegiate level. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it, you know, and have a blessed day, you know, for interviewing me. I'd like to once again thank Brendan McDonald for taking the time to talk some football with us today and wish him nothing but the best in his upcoming season. For more player reviews like this one, check out Inside the Hashes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other streaming services. 
You can also check out our Twitter and Instagram at Inside the Hashes and visit our website at InsideTheHashes.com to learn about the X's and O's of the company.